On this episode of Hit the Books Podcast, we're talking everything we've missed since Christmas. Stay tuned! Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Holcomb. I'm uh, Emery Saunders. And I'm Nick Marlatt. He's back, everyone! I'm back. He's I'm <laughs> here! It's He's a post- in the back. middle! It's, it's a post-Christmas miracle. I know. I'm in <laughs> He's the, the ghost of Christmas oh. past, here to haunt us once more. Oh, you're Nick in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We told him we wanted to see him in a new position. Yeah, you did. I'm the meat in the sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Terms of service, dude. (laughs) Not terms of being serviced. Moving on. (laughs) We're your weekly comic book slash nerdy podcast. Weekly-ish. Yeah, we yeah. we stopped being a comic book exclusive podcast a long time ago. So now there's sections. If you would like to fast forward to a sp- specific section of the show and you're watching the YouTube channel. You Good can, luck. You can go in the comments <laughs> and you can see there's a breakdown of time codes where you can click to whichever segment you want, whether it's the television movie segment, the comic book segment, the video game segment, etc. These are very long episodes and we understand that everybody can stick around for Two, three, four hours sometimes. <laughs> we'll try not to be that long this time, but uh, if you'd like to jump ahead to the segment that interests you most, feel free to do so. Of course, we come to you every week to discuss every little nerdy thing there is. We've taken a little hiatus. We had some weather setbacks. We had the holidays. We had some illness setbacks. We had a new job transition for Nick. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on. You had a baby. I Well, that was... Before, uh, yeah, but you're still, you're still, <laughs> yeah. still having a baby. I still have an infant, <laughs> yeah, who cannot sit up by itself or walk or talk or tell feed that kid itself. to get a job already. I, I mean, <laughs> I've been trying. This is America. <laughs> He's a like, carry his own weight, dead weight over here. <laughs> oh no, jeez, he's costing me money now. Now right? I got to take him to daycare. Costs me basically a rent payment a month. Oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> now you know what your parents had to deal with. My mom stayed at home. (laughs) She went to work when uh, stepdad came home. So, yeah, daycare is expensive. Really expensive. Yes. Yes, it is. It hurts. Yeah, luckily I just ended that stage this year. All of the kids are old enough. Yeah, my my youngest daughter went into first grade this year, so no more daycare payments. Wonderful. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> Milestone achieved. Exactly. It feels so <laughs> far away. Unlocked. <laughs> so far away. Uh, but sooner than you think. So it is always sooner than you indeed. think. Of course, you can always find us on YouTube, on Stitcher, on iTunes, uh, podcast services, Spotify, Podbean, etc., etc. So f- please feel free to do so. There's links in the description. And of course, you can always catch those natural ones. I know there's been some slight modifications and changes, so why don't you run there through There has. So currently, at least for the month of <clears throat> January, we are no longer streaming on Twitch. We are streaming on 
YouTube. Oh shit! There's the lever on the chair. <laughs> That's right. Go to YouTube. Oh shit! No. <laughs> YouTube.com/slash at those natural ones. Um, streaming every Tuesday at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also available uh, almost immediately afterward as a video on demand. And on Thursdays at noon, we upload to all major podcast platforms in an audio format, including Apple, YouTube not youtube apple google stitcher all spotify all the other ones that chris just mentioned yeah there you go also uh shout out to belgium shout out to fucking belgium our number two most listened area is brussels belgium wow by a hefty margin actually our number one was i think Asheville or ashburn i can't remember Ashburn, like virginia Like right outside Virginia of DC? Or, or North Carolina? Or no, it was, one of those. It was, it was Virginia because it was yeah. right outside. It was a suburb of DC. It's the okay. FBI. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I blame people Lindsay knows because Lindsay's from out there as well. Hey, um, we'll take it. So yeah. Also, step your shit up, the rest of America. Come yeah, on, come on, and the world. You, you, the rest of outdone, the world. You getting outdone by Brussels, Brussels Belgium? Belgium? I don't we care. love you, Belgium. Yeah, but we love you, Belgium. Uh, uh, hey, everybody. Your Tell your friends. Your chocolate is We don't amazing. care if you don't speak English. <laughs> Do you not understand what joy is? Your waffles <laughs> are watching incredible. this program. Like we we love your waffles and more than that we love your viewership. Exactly. Is that pandering? I think it is. <laughs> it's definitely pandering. It's it, it, <laughs> shameless. What if they like hate waffles in in, that, in Belgium? I mean, that is, uh, is it just waffles to them over there? What if it's like there? a gross stereotype about the <laughs> Belgium people? We do not like waffles. I'm not sure what accent that was. I don't. But know. I don't yeah. think it was Belgian. I, well, I went. I went in one direction that was kind of like uh, a German twink, yeah. and then I I thought, oh, that's not a good idea, <laughs> so I abandoned it halfway through the impression. Uh, See, this is how fucking uneducated we are. We can't even form a stereotype about Belgium. <laughs> yeah, we just know they have waffles and chocolate. I the, mean, waffles, chocolate, and your viewership. Exactly. Thank you, Belgium. We love you. Yeah, Fun we, fact, we love I you. Have, I have some ancestry from. Belgium. There you go. Oh, you go. it's there all connected. That's it's why. all. It's Chris's extended family. You're <laughs> <laughs> extremely extended from the 1600s. Uh, yeah. So uh, definitely look forward to all that. Uh, links will be in the description, of course. So why don't we catch up? What have you all been up to? A whole lot of D and D. Yep. Which, mind you, this past <laughs> week has been a uh, a little hairy, as it were. Uh, in a segment that we're going to get up to in a minute, uh, let's just say some news has come out about the future of Dungeons and Dragons and, uh, yeah. uh, the <laughs> entire community is, uh, in an li- uproar, a little up in arms about it. <laughs> fucking nerds. How fucking dare you? Dare, You're yeah. joining a campaign this coming week. <laughs> All right. I'll get a snack. Continue. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Um, <clears throat> apart from playing probably way more Dungeons and Dragons than any one person should in one week. Yeah, you are like almost damn near every day at this yeah, point, aren't uh, you? I am, I'm a machine. <laughs> and I'm trying got, to start another one. Yeah, I, I have stories for days. Yeah. Months even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I'm not doing that and doing day job stuff, uh, I'm coming closer to releasing an album. 
soon. Nice. More details on that as it follows. <clears throat> and there is an unlikely uh, video game series that I have gotten into recently. The Yakuza series. Oh, look at really? you. Yeah. <laughs> or as it's known in Japan, Like a Dragon. Okay. It is... Like a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Went in a very different direction, but sure. Um, <clears throat> it's a bard song. Uh, it, yeah, that tracks. Uh, the Yakuza series. I don't think I've ever played something this Japanese in my life. This is like a, a Japanese day drama that uh, is interspersed with a ton of mini games. And the main game, which is just walking the streets of Tokyo and beating the shit out of people. Glorious. It's glorious. It's wonderful. I love every minute of it. It's also real goddamn goofy. <laughs> That's yeah, the best I, part. I remember playing about an hour into Yakuza like 10 years ago in one of the games. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's all I remember was it was just fucking wacky, and I did not appreciate <laughs> it at the time. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's a very particular spot that it hits for me in my imagination. Is it the, the G spot? It, you son of a bitch! <laughs> yes, my gamer spot. That's where hey, it hits oh, me. There you go. <laughs> uh, the weird juxtaposition of what would be a seemingly incredibly serious drama about this guy trying to get out of this crime family that he's got himself stuck in but it's uh, interspersed with uh, moments of uh, intense action where <clears throat> I am literally taking motorcycles lifting them up above my head and definitely not killing gang members with them <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah, it's like this game that, when it's not being a TV series, it definitely remembers it's a video game. Fantastic. I expect nothing yeah. less from yeah. Japan. Oh, of course. My favorite thing about uh, the Yakuza series is that the fact that they have like arcade machines in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it is a game made by <clears throat> Sega, and it definitely <clears throat> advertises other Sega games in yeah. its own game. Fantastic. Which is wonderful. And that's even before considering that uh, I'm now in a game where you can bowl, you can play pool, you can shoot darts, you can actually play a pachinko machine. It, it this it's game is Japanese Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's all. All but, it really is. Yeah, over the top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even it, more so than GTA. Uh, it it's even more so, but the the scale is so much smaller to the point where. I feel like I know every street that I'm on every time I'm in it. It's, Fantastic! It's incredible. I love this. I love these games. I, I'm currently. Are you on... playing the the like reboot remake, like a dragon, uh, like a dragon Ishin when that one comes out? Like oh, absolutely. Dragon. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm literally getting through all of the like a dragon games so that I can be ready for that one. Nice. Because uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm on game number five right now. Man, you plowed through them. Yes. <laughs> like a dragon. Like a goddamn dragon. That's right. It, it would be one thing if this game didn't have like a ton of shit to do inside. But there's a ton that you can do in this fucking game. There is in like the fourth game, a mini game where you are training 
a bunch of uh, new students at a karate dojo to win a tournament like it was the fucking karate kid. <laughs> it's like it is literally mini game the game. It is. It's incredible. This is <laughs> if you're not into a game that ha- just is a bunch of mini games on the inside, get out now. Th- th- this might not be for you. If you are all about spending maybe close to 200 hours per game playing a bunch of minigame distractions from the, the regular story. Nintendo fans, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the game for you. Oh, my God. Delightful. It's wonderful. Yeah, I, I've only played one, and it's it's been quite a, quite a long time. Probably, yeah. probably like 10 years since I played it. Yeah. But I, I remember enjoying it. It, it's a lot of fun. It, it's also interesting seeing how they depict in a game what going to a karaoke bar would be like. But they make it into a rhythm game so you can yeah, totally fuck it up. They turned it into like karaoke revolutions uh, inside. It, it's not quite karaoke revolution insofar as you don't have to sing. So it's more like dance dance revolution. It's more like dance dance revolution but you're just controlling how well they do karaoke. It's... Wow. <laughs> just wow. That's the, that's the only comment the, I have at the, this point. It's minigame the game. It's, yeah, there's a minigame for and successfully yet you, lasting... And yet you don't like cage games, which are, in fact, minigames the games. It's like the... Uh, You're going to out me like that right now? There's, so there's some you, hypocrisy are, at this table, and I feel like we need to address it. You How dare you? You are <laughs> literally describing the M-rated Mario Party. You realize that, right? You've become uh, what you hate. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I admit to nothing. <laughs> M-rated Mario Party. And like a dragon. How dare you? (laughs) So, but yeah, that is what I've been doing. All right. Nick, what have Um, you been up to? Besides uh, this whole new job keeping me from doing anything actually fun. Uh, (laughs) Family uh, Christmas, I'm sure. Family Christmas, you know. An ordeal. Yeah. Um, tormenting these guys on a weekly basis and making them question their sanity and reality. Uh, um, uh-huh. <laughs> so there's that. Doing a good job. Catch it every week. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. On YouTube. YouTube. On YouTube. YouTube. Uh, Tuesdays at 8.30. You can still subscribe on Twitch to support you them can. if you Absolutely. have your subscription. We there. may we so. may return to Twitch. We'll find out at the end of this month. Whether do you upload to Twitch after uh, you do the currently. YouTube? No. Okay. Um, but we might, we might start. Um, other than that, finally got around to watching wednesday okay great you got some news yeah i liked it spoiler alert i don't know if you guys have watched it yet i have not watched it but i've heard nothing but good things from a lot of people i'm impressed i including dan the man maloney the only (laughs) thing i've seen is that funny little dance that she does oh yeah yeah that's fucking everywhere but the show itself (laughs) really fucking good uh my brother described it the best way possible it's goth harry potter that's all it is it's goth (laughs) it's it's goth harry potter all right, I was thinking Wonderful. it was going to be more like uh, Cobra Kai, no, but with not the Adams Family. Nope, it's goth Harry Potter. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you're uh, telling Harry me they show. have more money than Cobra Kai? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely they do. The yeah. sets are fucking incredible. The the art direction and everything is amazing. And the story is pretty damn good too. So wonderful. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching it. I've heard nothing but good yeah. things. So yeah. I'm really impressed. Cool. Uh we we decided to cancel our Netflix subscription because we weren't really using that it that it's much. It's really expensive but, right now. Yeah, yeah. But we were like, you know, I kinda wanna watch this, so let's just fucking binge it before our subscription ends. So yeah. we went through I mean, it's only like six or eight episodes, I forget, but we went through the whole thing in like three days. Nice. Not nice. a problem. Nice. All right. Anything else you've been up to? Games you've been playing? Things you've been uh, reading? I actually just purchased, I haven't had a chance to sit down and read it yet, but um, I was at Barnes & Noble with the girls because they got gift cards for Christmas um, and purchased a HP Lovecraft they have a special edition HP Lovecraft uh, collection for ten dollars. Nice hardback, everything. So cool. Started, started, got about a page into the Call of Cthulhu, but then got sidetracked by children. Easy to do, as yeah. I am always discovering. <laughs> That's uh, about it. Nice. Well, uh, I have finished Horizon Zero Dawn. We talked about it a little bit on the last episode. It's uh, oh, you finished that one. I loved it. I loved it. I think everybody should play it. It came out at a terrible time for its sales and its, you know, identification because it was competing with a lot of big heavy hitters. They have a knack for that, but it, <laughs> it's it's one of those games that gives you the more the more you put in, the more the you more get, you out, get of out of it. Yeah, it's a really really rewarding experience, and I highly recommend anybody go play it. I now understand why Sony is pushing so hard for Horizon to be a thing now, um, with uh, obviously. Uh, the the sequel, Forbidden West, in the new DLC they announced that we talked about last episode. Uh, they announced a multiplayer game that they're developing uh, oh. based in that world, and they also have several VR projects. One, I think there was one on the original PSVR, and now VR two is going to have its own unique yeah. experience. <clears throat> so uh, I'm really excited. Uh, I think they're making a, a, a TV series for it as well. Uh, I think it's going to be on HBO Max, like uh, Last of Us is. But You're really going all in really, on this one. Yeah. It's a really cool universe, really filling. Even if you know kind of the twist, you probably don't know the full twist. So uh, okay. just a little teaser. Don't spoil it for yourself if you haven't already. I highly recommend people go play it. Take some time. If you don't have time to play it or you just don't like playing games, I recommend like just looking up some clips and going through a synopsis. There are some things that's just a... a a consequence of modern gaming that I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy DLCs. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing the Frozen Wilds DLC. I'm almost done with it. I mean, it it adds a little texture to the game, a little bit more to the world and the the cultures that are in the world. But it's just a cash grab. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it could have very easily just been in the game because it's very much just more of the same game on a much smaller map. You know yeah. and I feel like it's, it, it really is just an excuse to make a little more money. It's really not adding a whole lot. It's just giving you some texture. So it's nice when it's free, which is what happened with me. I bought it. <laughs> it's still wrapped in plastic in its case because I never got around to playing it. And then I got it for free on PS Plus. And so now I just played the whole thing with the DLC. Still unwrapped on my bookshelf here. So God, you could probably return that for <laughs> Maybe all of six dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that the inflation we're always talking about? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, really enjoyed my experience with that. 
Uh, I will say I really miss cutscenes. This is something <laughs> that this game suffers from significantly is everybody doing the live action, you know, rendering. Right. And so stuff uh, is clipping yeah. in in the middle of this big emotional moment because like oh, it's just yeah. not processing right. fast enough. To, and then like it looks just like the game itself. So it's kind of shitty and the hair is all floaty and, you know, yeah. like phasing through the, the clothes because you have a unique outfit on that doesn't play well yep. with what they were trying to do in the scene and the animations. Bring back cutscenes, please. I get it. It, it. it changes the experience a little bit. and You can't show off your engine with live action cutscenes, but please just bring back cutscenes. Yes. Bring back cutscenes. I render it for especially for like big story moments. However, caveat to that that has always pissed me off about cutscenes. Fucking make a piece of code in there that updates the weapons that the character is holding so that way it doesn't switch as soon as you go into the fucking cutscene. Yeah. And that seems I'm like looking a... at you, Bioware, specifically <laughs> Mass Effect. Yeah. Like, I oh, have... no, you're not supposed to have that gun for the scene. You know, walking in with a sniper rifle, cutscene happens, and you have an assault rifle in your hands. Yeah. Another game that's very diffi- uh, guilty of this is uh, The Witcher 3. Mm. Again, tons of cutscenes, but they're all live in, rendering. Like in, yeah, in-game and engine. just floaty yeah. hair and stuff clipping through itself, yeah. and weird people showing up in the background randomly, and just you know, it's like I usually have like the kind of shorter hair for Geralt, and watching it like clip into his face is like he's talking to someone. <laughs> yeah, bring bring cutscenes back, please. Make them skippable. <laughs> I, if I, I if I fail a mission, I don't need to watch that clip. Right. Clip one more time. Just yeah, yeah. Give players the yeah. choice to skip. Yeah, it's rough. I just I don't like the live rendering trend. That's I agree. Been proliferated for the past ten years or so. Um, but yeah, I played the uh, Witcher upgrade for next gen. So I've been holding off on finishing the Witcher because they announced that upgrade, and then I waited and waited, waited. And now <laughs> that I'm finished with Horizon Zero Dawn, I could finally go back and finish it. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to the end. And again, I keep getting distracted by question marks. There's just so many. And of course, they added a new side mission. So I'm going to do that as well. Because, you know, the Henry Cavill, who we have for one more season. Yeah. Uh, they did yeah. improve textures and stuff like that. Uh, it, uh, you know, it looks nice. It runs much better if you use the uh, performance mode instead of the visual fidelity mode, which does like you know ray tracing and stuff like that i don't think ray tracing is ever worth it to no. take a dip in I, your frame rate I completely agree with that the frame yeah. rate always looks better and plays better and feels better so but we want reflections in our water yeah <laughs> nobody's looking at your puddle <laughs> i'm sorry we, we want realistic lighting it's impressive I mean, for a trailer let's, and let's, then nobody cares let's be honest though at least we're not still in the trend that was when ray tracing first started Especially like the RTX first ver- version of RTX uh, yeah. uh, graphics cards, where it's like you can turn this on, but don't expect to play anything with it because yeah. <laughs> your frame rate is going to be like six. <laughs> well, that, that's basically what happens. You know, I'm playing it on PS5, which is you know not the most powerful machine in the world nowadays, but it's still pretty pretty significant yeah that's Um, software being too far ahead of the hardware and it's an old game so it's not like it's doing anything crazy it's just adding some tools into an already existing franchise but yeah the the i tried the ray tracing and i just it was like the frame rate kept 
it would stay at around 30, but it kept slowing down and speeding back up. And yeah, so you kind of get that rubber banding effect and it's just not fun to play, yeah. especially when you have the 60 plus frames right. per second option yeah, and it the, runs and feels so much better. Those are settings that should only ever be messed with if you're playing on PC, honestly. Yeah. Some other things right. they did to it, they uh, changed the combat a little bit. So it, it, it took a little bit of... Yeah gross <laughs> i'll remain a peasant and be proud we will lead the peasant revolution pc master race uh, peasant uprising oh, we'll get to that later there's a there's a little bit of a learning curve when you get back into it because they did change the controls a little bit but once yeah. you learn it it's actually better oh, so yeah. i'm a big fan of the little modification they did so the future witcher series that they're developing should hopefully benefit from that and it shouldn't feel quite as tanky as the Witcher games have felt. Uh, anything's better than the first Witcher game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, I will say the thing I have to criticize them on, the the way to do the free upgrade is riddled with traps to try to get you to accidentally rebuy the game. Oh, You know why. Hit me with it. Corporate greed. Corporate, Corporate greed. greed strikes again. <laughs> All you'll you'll notice well, a trend tonight. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this in the news, but there's a lot of corporate greed getting punished, which is kind of nice. That is nice. Yeah. Kind of nice. Makes and me happy. unfortunately, or fortunately, CD Projekt Red is one of them. Hmm. More on that soon. Yeah, we'll see how they're finishing out Cyberpunk goes. Yeah, so I'll try to elaborate real quickly and summarize what you have to do so uh in order to get the game you have to request it on your storefront in order to actually access that version that upgraded version you have to go into the old game make a cloud save after downloading the new version in the new format which you wouldn't know like there's nothing telling you to do this or how to do this i found it because some guy on youtube figured it out <laughs> yeah uh once you have the new cloud save and the new uh code because you have to set up a new account with cd project red and they send you this code that you have to use to access the the new one and then download the cloud version from their specific cloud that you just saved from the old version of the game and these are big download sizes if you don't already have the old game <laughs> and the new yeah. game on your system. So it takes a while to do all this shit. And then you get into the new game and then you got to go through all this process to download like the new secret mission and the new additions, the DLC additions and stuff like that. And <laughs> uh, you have to re-download all your DLC packages because if you tried to play it, if you tried to play the save with your DLC attached from the previous generation version in the new generation version, it won't let you start the game. And it tells you blah, 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 DLC not compatible with blah, 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 blah. And so it's this whole thing. And every step of the process, you have to keep going back in the storefront to readdress it, redownload it, re-get it. But it doesn't just go to the one that you want. It automatically goes to the old gen version that you buy for 30 bucks. And so, and it doesn't give you any options that are clear to tell you, oh, this is the new gen version that's free that you already downloaded. What? It's insane. How many hoops? Way too many. Way too too many. many hoops. Too many hoops. So besides that, I've just been busy with uh, holidays, playoff football. The Bengals are in the playoffs, so who day go Bengals? We'll see what happens. They're I don't playing, know. They're playing division rival, the Ravens. 
and uh, that I, terrible purple color you're wearing. I hope you're sticking to just watching the NFL as opposed to playing the quite possibly the worst it's ever been Madden. More on that. More on that. <laughs> More on that later. All right. So with that, let's jump into the news. Uh, the first section here will be the television and movie section. So stay tuned. All we right. Don't, we don't care. The big news. <laughs> really big news. <laughs> WWE is officially for sale. What? Uh, rumored to be sold to the Saudis, but this has been de- denied by executives. Obviously, the past few years, WWE has been having their big crown jewel event where they have this big WrestleMania-esque event in Saudi Arabia and uh, have drawn a lot of criticisms, I think, for very obvious reasons. Uh, but uh, they are very friendly with Vince McMahon How from a company standpoint. What? Yes. Well, what so, do you mean? The Saudis? Yes. So here's Just the... like maybe one of these princes is just going to fork over the cash. Well, they have an entertainment group that basically they'd purchase a lot of companies kind of like china has been doing in the past few years and they make the companies spin narratives that they like and produce content that they like you know you know where i'm going with this. and hopefully goes over better than the fifa world cup yep (laughs) so for those unaware uh vince mcmahon longtime runner of the wwe and formerly wwf he got run out of town because of all of these sexual impropriety allegations where he was bribing basically various women that worked for him. To which no one was really surprised. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not a surprise to anyone. Um, he bribed all these people with company money, which is illegal. So uh, he kind of got run out of town and had to leave the company and with his head down and he got pissed off. Well, he uh, has been watching from the rafters and has now descended back into the company uh, at the request of the board because of declining ratings uh, of their product. And he's ousted several board members that helped to oust him and then immediately declared the company for sale. His daughter, who was co-CEO, Stephanie McMahon, resigned almost immediately (laughs) upon his return. He's now the acting chairman of the company and uh, hired J.P. Morgan Chase to uh, help facilitate the sale. Uh, it's also rumored that uh, his rival owners, Tony and Shad Khan, are currently looking for partners to be part of this purchase. Uh, they run famously AEW, which is, uh, I would say, uh, going up in ratings and doing pretty well and often poaching top-tier WWE talent. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out for the so... time being. Triple H, Stephanie McMahon's husband. is remaining head of creative, but uh, I doubt that'll last long either. So basically, you're saying there's a potential for AEW to do to WWE what WWE did to WCW. That is 100% correct, which is why this is awesome. That is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's the ultimate justice. I can't tell where the kayfabe ends and the real story begins. What the... Yeah, this you, is one hundred percent real he, story. He was he was ousted for like probably true allegations, but then comes back Definitely and then ousts the people who ousted him. Yeah, this sounds like a fucking how the f- yeah. This sounds like a fucking storyline. Yeah. Now Vince McMahon is famously a a vicious businessman. Like the the whole way that WWF came about was by him 
devouring all of these small right. little wrestling regional empires throughout the country and, and just, just absorbing all of them just right. killing them yeah <laughs> absolutely killing them stealing their talent and then buying them when they went you know in the red so it's not a surprise by from anybody that knows wwe wwf slash the big man family this is not a big surprise for anybody but it is kind of poetic the way it's going down with the potential purchase by either the Saudi Arabians, who have been the number one source of criticism for the company for the past several years, or their rival, AEW, who uh, started up a few years ago and is now potentially in a position to buy them up just like they did to WCW with uh, Ted Turner. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Incredible. Moving on. Moving on. Somewhere Steve Bischoff is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bischoff, yeah. It's a fucking... Eric Bischoff, not yep. Steve Bischoff. <laughs> Who the fuck is Steve Bischoff? That's his brother. No. <laughs> yeah, that's his coke dealer. Yeah. He's, Somewhere... he's just yelling the word justice. Yeah. Somewhere Eric <laughs> Bischoff Ironically, is Eric laughing. Bischoff was uh, one of the heads of creative a, a little while ago. He was in charge of SmackDown, <laughs> I think. Yeah. He keeps coming back to WWE to work for him, and then he gets fired. <laughs> and then gets get all pissed <laughs> off and starts ranting on various podcasts about the company fairly oh i think my. that sounds like a storyline too god <laughs> damn it it's very hard to de- defend de- de- differentiate uh reality from fantasy it would oh be amazing if this is all kayfabe though oh, oh my god like god. this is all an act Absolutely. just to get people drawn in again <laughs> yeah that would be incredible <laughs> it, I, it would somewhere vince mcmahon's coke dream has <laughs> come to reality here i don't think they're that cunning because i think they often stumble into good ideas and success but more I, often than not it could be a kayfabe that has they stumbled into yeah. through natural a real, thing real that allegations. Yeah. This, is, this is like, oh, this is a bad, but we can use this. Yeah. <laughs> then we got a, another little side piece of wrestling news. Uh, recently, the uh, Japan Wrestle Kingdom event for New Japan Wrestling uh, hosted a much anticipated match between Kenny Omega, who came out dressed as Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Of course, uh, his finishing move is called One Winged Angel, so it makes sense that he would come out as Sephiroth to uh, uh, face okay. Will Ospreay. I, I have to see a picture of this. Oh, okay. Let's bring it up. Let's yeah, let, it up. Let, let's pull up a picture of Kenny we, Omega as we Sephiroth. Have the technology, uh, but yeah, it looked dope. It really did. And he's obviously a huge video game nerd, so. Yeah, that, that tracks. Fits in a lot of ways. A lot of people don't even know that One Wigan Angel is based on Sephiroth, <laughs> the character. <laughs> they just think it's something he made up. It's a pretty sweet-ass finishing move, too. But yeah, he came out looking like this. He had wow. the whole armor, and of course he had it buttoned That's up and stuff. fantastic. But yeah, <laughs> pretty dope. <laughs> uh, I'll put the picture on the YouTube video for those. I know this isn't a great moment for the that audio. That's fantastic. But you should watch the video and like and subscribe anyway. Incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. He even came out the Sephiroth's music and everything, which I don't think a lot of people caught. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it's it. like, oh my god, he sounds so amazing. Like, every video game nerd in that fucking arena Just is like... Screaming <laughs> their pants. Fucking what? Yes! And he's yes. wearing the jacket oh, too? It, to oh. and it, it helps that Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay are some of the best wrestlers on the planet like possibly of all time 
They are so good and so fun to watch. It, it was a great match. It was one of their, for both of them, one of their best matches, which is incredible because Kenny Omega is coming off a big injury oh. know, that he just a few months ago came back from. So so you're telling me he shouldn't try to do the Aerith stab. <laughs> <laughs> he might be on the receiving end. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and another thing that makes this kind of big is just the fact that he's an AEW star who's right. wrestling on New Japan's main pay-per-view. So uh, really cool wow. to see. Uh, Will Ospreay also came to and wrestled on AEW. So uh, there's a lot of crossover, a lot of cross-company work going on that... Uh, WWE tried to uh, simulate with, uh, I'm sure, Shinsuke Nakamura. He got to do some matches in Japan, but uh, not quite on this scale. Uh, they're trying so hard. Yeah, it's like sending Stone Cold Steve Austin at the peak of his powers overseas to Japan to some other company's wrestling franchise <laughs> and having them wrestle their biggest star, like Goldberg or something, you know, but Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> Japanese Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty awesome that it even happened so really cool great match if you have a chance go watch it that whole pay-per-view was pretty solid so definitely go watch it next up on the news we have some DD news but probably not the news you would expect from us dungeons and dragons will be developed into a live action series for paramount plus there's a lot of rumors saying that it's going to tie into the movie franchise some way but i think uh we predicted this did we not we did i'm pretty sure i mentioned that this was probably going to be their plan from the beginning back when we first covered the original trailer that came out yeah trailer looks Way dope back in the day movie looks like it's going to be dope it does i'm, I'm a, excited i'm not a D guy at all i haven't even played yet. the game yet yet, yet. <laughs> babby's first babby's first coming soon but uh i love the trailer i love the cast i yeah. thought it looked awesome they totally hooked me and they the used f- led zeppelin music so yeah, exactly. i'm a sucker for that <laughs> and the fact that they I'm I'm just glad that the over dramatic action movies of like the 90s and ter- 2000s and everything is over mm-hmm. and we're allowed to like have comedy in our action movies now yeah. and not take ourselves too seriously. See, you say that and yet I distinctly rem- remember Jeremy Irons Okay, With that doesn't staff count. In his hand, just summoning dragons. That does it's not like... count. We're not talking about. We don't. We don't talk about. That. We don't talk about that. No, we uh, don't talk about. Because I feel like we should talk about. We don't it. talk about Jeremy Irons. Uh, okay, okay, we're not. We're not going to talk about it. This is a podcast. <laughs> okay. we're, we're gonna. We're gonna address that later. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. We uh, previously talked about Wednesday, so the Adams Family spinoff Wednesday has been officially renewed for season two on Netflix. There's a lot of hubbub about the rights to the franchise and about potentially being optioned off to another streaming service for the season two, which would have been ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, here we are. I wouldn't be mad at it, though, because, well, fuck Netflix. Yeah, they're charging way too much. They're getting too greedy. Yeah. 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 An- I, another yeah. chapter of corporate greed. greed. It's sixteen ninety nine right now for the regular, and if you do the 4K version, yeah. it's twenty ninety nine. dollars Yeah, that's why ridic- we canceled that, it. At that point, you're basically cable. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, like cable with extra steps. Yeah. yeah, and their products are getting worse because all their other streaming platforms are taking their shit back. Exactly. <sighs> so like, it's getting worse continually. They're about to lock people out from sharing. And oh. they're charging more than any other streaming service 
you know, you could combine several streaming services and still end up. But with... they're the OG; they can do that. Yeah. No, you can't. No. they're <laughs> about to try to force people into the ad version. That's what's yeah. happening. Exactly, yeah. it is. And it's not going to go well. It's ridiculous, and the fact that you have better content, like you said, you have better content on even like the fucking network streaming services, yeah. like Peacock and Paramount Plus, and yeah, absolutely, shit like that. I there is no reason to pay twenty dollars for Netflix. Oh, The Witcher. Yeah, it's good. Not fucking twenty dollars worth of good. Until they fired <laughs> Henry Cavill. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> and that. And then too. had the writers saying they don't like the the source material and intentionally diverted from yeah. it. So the uh, good, good look. The Good yeah. Witcher is over anyway. So yeah, <laughs> we're like, gonna be stuck with fucking Liam Hemsworth. Oh yeah. god! Like there are. What are you doing? We were going through the decision of canceling fucking Netflix. And going through, like, the catalog of things we wanted to watch. And we're like, okay, so I still have to watch the last episode of The Witcher. That'll take me an hour. Whatever. Um, Wednesday, the last season of You. And that's fucking it. There was not a single other thing on that entire program and that entire fucking network that I wanted to sit down and watch. Yeah, and I mean, even yeah, a lot of the you stuff you could already find elsewhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the stuff you used to have to go to Netflix for, you don't even have to anymore. Like yeah. the, like the uh, Marvel stuff. Yeah, all that stuff all is on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus now. Yeah. Yeah. Significantly cheaper, kind of better quality. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I agree. That, that and Amazon is basically right. coming for pretty much. They're yeah. coming for Netflix's neck while also saying, hey, this is just an extra service yeah, exactly. on top of just, you, you don't know, have to... free shipping for all of the shit that you exactly. definitely order from us. Because, yeah. you know, Jeff Bezos, yeah. I mean, give him all of your money. But, no, the fact that it you don't pay extra for Amazon Prime or uh, Prime Video, yeah, whatever, yeah. it's included it's in your Prime. Just, it's an yeah. extra That's, service. And it's, there. I mean, we've talked, and we've touched on this before, you know, like, three years ago, there was no reason to ever watch Prime Video. It was fucking garbage. There was yeah. like reruns of, uh, you know, uh, Top Gear. Top Gear. Thank yeah. you. That was what I was trying to get to, but the fucking name wasn't coming. The you gears know, you weren't could, turning that yeah. well. You could watch reruns of Top Gear, and that was about it. Now, though, with fucking The Boys and uh, Vox Machina and all these other fucking... Invincible. Invincible. All these uh, other... Uh, marvelous Miss Meisel, if you're into comedy. Yeah. yeah. Like the quality that they have brought to the table and i'll still say it rings of power i know whatever i fucking <laughs> like it have you watched it yet no, then shut the it. fuck up <laughs> you don't know no i i enjoyed rings of power i liked it shut up i don't care it was good i did i think it was you who stated it would have been better if it was just its own property yes like which it, it would... i can agree with to an extent yeah However, I am not mad at it. Right. Which it was I think well done. That is going to be, honestly, going forward, that's going to be a source of contention every time a new season comes out. Because True. you can guarantee that while a lot of people didn't like it, they still got their money. And yeah. they're definitely going to do a season two. Absolutely they are. And also, the thing is, you know... The the biggest point of contention is like what you said, you know, a lot of it isn't 100% to the source material, but they don't have a lot of source material to work with. Yes, I know Tolkien developed an entire world, but this, the, the, the significant plot points are not 
enough information to flush out a multi-season show. You're basically creating an entire multi-season, hour-long episode, episodic show out of one book. Right. And that's uh, entirely dependent on who your writers are. So True. That's that's yes, where I but, think Amazon's kind of fumbling the and, ball. And But here's the other problem. You're also... The source book that you're working with covers the course of like thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You have actors. You What are you going to do? Replace the actors every episode? <laughs> you kind of have to condense it down to like a normal human's lifespan. <laughs> That's true. You know, I'll, yes, I'll... elves, whatever. Fine. You can have elves, but then you're replacing like a third of your actors every fucking season. It, now, or every episode. They're trying to do the heavy lifting of dramatizing what's essentially what would be the bible yeah the bible but like for middle earth yeah it's like it's like dramatizing like from the book of genesis up to like yeah it's like the the whole old testament yeah Yeah. of the lord of the rings exactly and (laughs) frodo's adventure is the new testament the little portion at the end uh yeah his his testament is like that that's revelations that's where he is for what they are trying to do they do it well yeah and I can't argue against that. Uh, visually speaking, uh, there there was, if I'm going to complain about anything, it was uneven. Like, there were spots where you could definitely see uh, it didn't look like they spent the same amount of that's money. That's fair. I feel like that's you can say that about any show. You could definitely it's, say that about, like... Game of Thrones. Now, <laughs> let's be honest. Now, while that's true, I think the difference the, is they were spending billion, a billion that's, dollars. Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> like that when, fair. when your price tag is a billion, <laughs> uh, it, it does change some things. Mm. Like if you had Game of Thrones money, yes, that but, would make sense. Okay. However, they, yes, their price tag was a billion dollars. However, I guarantee you, to render Numenor itself cost probably. A huge <laughs> chunk of that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's I can't, where you make it like play. a little set. Just yeah. use miniatures. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what? Like Peter Jackson did? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Remember the guy that like offered to help with this exactly. whole series, and they said, "No, fuck you, go away." And but then they copied him. We're still him. gonna copy all of the shit that you <laughs> you did and make it look almost exactly like his universe and world. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're also gonna get an yeah. actress that looks like a younger version of the actress you used yep. to play a younger version of the See, character. I think, I think that's where a lot of the consternation comes from—that they're so close and yet they reject everything about it. And so I think if they had differentiated themselves a little bit more, yeah. they probably would have been that's, better. And off. that's that is a fair critique. Again, I will, I haven't watched it, but I assume that's probably. The I case. will agree with that. That is a fair critique. I I could almost call that the Hasbro maneuver. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're gonna get Got into that later. Her. Well, speaking of things that don't have enough lore, Avatar <laughs> Two, the bluest boogaloo. <laughs> Is approaching $2 billion at the box office, <laughs> confirming that Avatar 4 and 5 will be developed. I forgot that that was even out. Uh, In addition, yeah, I didn't watch it. James I, yeah. Cameron has announced Avatar 3 will feature a menacing Fire Navi people, which has led to a lot of video game jokes about how each movie is a different type of uh, level. So the first one was the forest level, the second one's the water level, and the so third one's the fire level. It's a Zelda game. It's a Zelda game with blue people. It, it, it's a Zelda game and or about exclusively Zoras. <laughs> See, it's funny that we're making that connection and not the, you know, 
connection to the other thing called Avatar. I was uh, I was gonna go there, but it it was too easy. That was like a layup. I guess uh, true. I guess they are technically Book of Earth, Book of Fire, Book of Water. All right, I see where we're going. Everything Avatar. changed when the Fire Navi attacked. Avatar Five is called the Book of Heart. Oh no! It's really oh, just God. Captain Planet. Where's Don Cheadle? <laughs> The only thing that they fucking do is connect their fucking head tentacle thing. <laughs> and then Don, a green Don Cheadle pops out. Oh, no. <laughs> By your Navi combined. Captain, stop. <laughs> uh, Human tree. <laughs> so I, I don't really care about this that much, but I feel like it's important to report that these movies, these very, not bad, just mediocre. Yeah. Mediocre. Very shallow movies <laughs> with a lot of. FX behind them. I continue to make billions yeah. of dollars. It's a spectacle over substance. I, yeah. s- I, to be honest, I don't remember really anything of the first Avatar. Most people movie. don't. I watched it once. I think when it, it was over a decade ago. Yeah, so. I know. Okay. And I watched it once in the movie theater, do, and that was it. Do you remember anything from Dances with Wolves? I do. Then you've seen Avatar. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I I have not personally gone to see it. Too busy with the baby and everything, and quite frankly, not that interested. But uh, I've heard reports from uh, Dan the Man Maloney that it's it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed a movie. That uh, is true. I think the biggest thing I keep hearing is that they did not have enough material to make this movie. <laughs> as far uh, as and the they're going to make four more, and apparently the, <laughs> three they, more. They use the same exact villain as the first movie, and they're going to use the same exact villain for the third movie. Oh, you mean the the yeah. Colonel returns, yes, but he's apparently. blue. Dabu di dabu die. Yeah, so we'll see. Did you see it, Emery? No. Thank you. <laughs> see, I don't know who's seeing this. Who who are these two billion dollars worth of people? Like, I I am not the going price to of pay movie tickets a, now. That's like six yeah, people. It's forty not, bucks for a person. Yeah. I'm not going to pay like forty dollars just to see a fucking. Buzz-cutted, like, God, what's the word I'm looking for? This thing fucking broke my brain. (laughs) Military. Buzz-cut military cat man. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Hey, they're in water now. Because that makes a difference. Don't you want to see them swim? Stop. It's beautiful. (laughs) Look at this thing that's definitely not a whale. (laughs) The best thing about Avatar is the ride at Disneyland or Disney World, <laughs> which I went on last year. It was fuck the flight of passage, phenomenal. I like the air bison. The air bison. Uh, yeah, of all the people who could possibly say some shit about Marvel being basically a theme park attraction, <laughs> that's, that's all that's, Avatar is. Yeah. is a fucking theme park attraction. James Cameron's legacy. You can sink on the Titanic and then go ride the Avatar bird. <sighs> Maybe he invented Avatar so you don't sink on the Titanic. Wow. <laughs> it's an interconnected... Our it's savior. a fucking... It's an interconnected universe. <laughs> so he sends a Terminator from the future to save you. That's right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Just wait until that crossover event. Oh. The Terminator and Avatar on the Titanic. <laughs> Come with me if you want to swim. Yeah. I guess... <laughs> I, I, I love James Cameron. I think he's made some great franchises and movies, but he's... I wish he wasn't doing... You know, five to six Cocaine. to seven movies of this <laughs> of this franchise for the next two decades, probably. I don't want more. Do something else, please. 
But that's the thing now. Sequels. That's all we do now is sequels. I mean, fuck. Even Terminator has been ground (laughs) down so much. I I don't just mean James Cameron. I just mean the media and Hollywood in general. All we do is fucking sequels. I mean, that 90s show is a thing. (laughs) We are only trusting known quantities. Nobody wants to spend the money on an unknown thing. Nobody wants to make anything new anymore. We just rehash the old shit. (laughs) Which, all right. Would so, you say that has something to do with corporate greed? Oh, shit. And here's the thing. If we're just going to rehash old fucking franchises, can we please rehash the ones that I actually want to see? Like the Stargate universe? How about the Flash? No. How about... How dare you? How about Stargate, Psych, Scrubs? Please bring back Scrubs. Please bring back Scrubs. Please <laughs> need, bring back Scrubs. You need scrubs. the original cast. Absolutely. That's the only all. way. That's the only way you would do it. Well, you can't right. get all of them because the lawyer is dead. Um, oh, no. Isn't he? Didn't he I, die? I, I think, think he died. I think That's he did. Right. He was a support character. <laughs> you need the janitor. You need Dr. Yes. Cox. You need yes. uh, uh, the you two need, main doctors. Yeah. You need JD, JD and Turk. Turk and yeah, Elliot. their love interests. Elliot and... Uh, why can't I remember her name now? Fucking... Fuck. Yeah. Her. Her. The nurse. Yeah. The one who was a doctor before Turk was and kind of holds it over him the whole time. Turk's wife. Yeah, Turk's wife. Carla. 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 That's right. Yeah, you need all those people or else don't even bother. That's that's why the last season sucks so much. Speaking of that, that's actually one thing that I did do is I found out that because of the fact that it was on Peacock, and I never knew because I don't do anything on Peacock, uh, in... 2021 a third scrubs or not scrubs psych movie came out and i watched that the other day it was fucking hilarious wow (laughs) it was amazing and it was just like the old tv show and it was perfection oh my god it was called psych three this is gus did you see they they, uh canceled the workaholics movie they were making i did see that it was like it was like a week before production was about to start and they cut it Oh, it's yeah. like Blade all also, over again. <laughs> speaking of older franchises that were amazing, the Community movie starts shooting in June. Six seasons Six and a movie. Season, seasons and a movie is finally finally coming to fruition. Let's go. I like how uh, we told them to stop making sequels and duplicates of things, and, and then now immediately, immediately applauded everybody it. for yes. making sequels like, and duplicates. Okay, just stop making sequels. That of we hate. bad things. <laughs> Make sequels of things we like. Make please. things that middle-aged men want to see. Please. It's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> all right. Moving on to uh, studios that do cocaine. Oh, the Here oh, we that go. reference to the Flash that I hate. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you said you hate it. Here because we go. I do too. <laughs> uh, according to sources at Variety, the company is increasingly willing to continue forward with Ezra Miller as the Flash. Because, of course. After he recently pled guilty to his latest charges of burglary and was sentenced to a fine and a year of probation. So uh, he's going to have a little tracking device on his ankle uh, while you're filming these future projects, which you should not do. So why? That's my question. The only explanation that makes sense to me is that the Flash movie is legitimately so good they don't want to waste it. But that's going to that's that's the thing that's amazing about this, because that's what they were saying. They've basically said about all of their fucking movies that they're so good and then they all come out and they're less than dog shit 
And you know that's yeah. what's going to happen now. Well, it's worth... And yet they canceled Batgirl. <laughs> yeah. well, Just it's... think of how bad that was. That had to have been like Batman Batman and Robin level bad. Oh, I, I no. Wish, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for that secret viewing they did. Oh, my God. Because oh, the yes. cast demanded to see it before yeah. they put it in the vault, and they saw it, and then everybody shut up. Yeah, <laughs> every single person. Nobody, nobody fought They're it like, anymore. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's like, why we get oh, it. We get yeah. it now. Like, like it, I, I didn't even think about the even, lines I was like recording for that one. Why didn't anyone tell me? Yeah. Brendan so, Fraser cannot take another career hit. So <laughs> no. I'm okay with this. So even if the f- let's let's play devil's advocate here and uh-huh. say that this Flash movie is like the fucking you know, Citizen Kane of superhero movies and like the best fucking uh, superhero movie that's ever been made. Why continue with him after that? Why continue with him past that movie? Okay, like, fine. Are we getting a full reboot? Okay, fine. Fucking release the Flash movie. Fine. Whatever. Then fucking recast him. Please. I think what's most likely happening here is they're trying to keep public interest up because if oh, yeah. you say that, oh, we're replacing this guy the moment this movie comes out, less people will be incentivized to go see it because and, they're building this new universe yeah. and they already know the Snyder one sucks. So I, I think that's part of the equation here. But I, they do cocaine. I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a, another line that they're probably doing. And to commemorate that, I'm going to make the sound of what they're probably doing. <laughs> What if we get Netflix to buy the Snyderverse? <laughs> yeah, that's that's been a recent quote unquote fan movement, mm. which I don't buy for a second because HBO Max is literally removing hundreds yeah. of things from their 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 own streaming app so that they can sell them to other streaming apps. I, I don't know. Some people are reporting that that's a, a rumor going around Hollywood. That's another reason why to cancel your Netflix subscription. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, you are not doing yourself any favors. So in addition not to doing uh, anybody any favors. the obnoxious Flash news, Black Adam has hit rock bottom. Report. <laughs> you no. son of a bitch. <laughs> like I did that. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. So apparently some details of a private meeting came to light where reportedly The Rock was <clears throat> very incensed about the uh, forward path of DC Studios and angered many executives after making demands about the future of the DCEU, including a Superman versus Black Adam movie, which he obviously was setting up for, and a mandatory tequila bar serving his brand of tequila... <laughs> At all future DC premieres. Does this motherfucker think he's Ryan Reynolds? Oh my god. <laughs> he's trying to pull a fucking aviation gin. Yes. So it seems like The Rock working with WB at all for the future is now canceled. Why? Why? Like, you you did one fucking movie. I mean, I understand you are even, The Rock. It's clear. It, it hadn't even come out yet, by the way. Yeah. So... <laughs> I understand that you are The Rock, you are Dwayne Johnson, you are fucking, like, the hit of Hollywood or whatever the hell is going on in your steroid-induced brain right now, <laughs> but you you don't have that leverage yet. Yeah, especially he, when your movie didn't break even. Yeah. So, it didn't break even. He He got to play the character everyone's been trying to get him to play. At age 50. Yeah. And he doesn't realize that 
He's not the people's champion anymore. He's the people's chump. Oh, that's just sad. no. Please, nobody show this to him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, Do show it to him. Bring him and fucking Kevin Hart over here. I dare you. <laughs> he called out. He's got a sick Kevin Hart on us like a spider monkey. <laughs> oh, not a spider monkey. That's you have pug. baby gates. <laughs> <laughs> heard they wouldn't (laughs) mediocre (laughs) moving on uh speaking of violence rick and morty creator justin roiland is now embroiled as he was brought up on charges for domestic violence and uh now a lot of future projects are in jeopardy any thoughts here nope (laughs) i didn't like rick and morty to begin with so this is uh me neither never watched Uh, rick and morty it is funny that his his successful video game High on Life just came just out. came out and like was the critic darling right now and people are having a lot of fun and then it's, whoops oh uh, it wait is that one a uh, Xbox exclusive I think it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> what terrible timing <laughs> yeah uh, Xbox have fun with that even when they win they lose <laughs> I feel bad for them. Don't. They're crying into their piles of money. That's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of ironic that this happened right after uh, the head of the UFC also was caught slapping his wife on live television during a fantastic. An event. Yeah, they were up in the uh, uh, what do you call it, the booth, and he yeah, standing next to his wife. And I guess he was drunk and slapped his wife. And like everybody's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> so. Oh yeah. my god. There's a bad trend of domestic violence going on right now. Like if there's one person you probably wouldn't want to be closely associated with for that type of reason, it would be someone who handles like a fucking fighting ring every day. Yeah. Dana. Yeah. Dana's his name. What's his last name? Is it Dana White? Dana White, thank you. Yeah. Dana Carvey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Dana Carvey is smacking his wife. Last around I, the UFC stadium. Last I heard, he was not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. <laughs> Wouldn't be prudent. Uh, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. For legal it. reasons, we are joking. We are joking. Legal reasons. We don't have any money. Don't sue us. <laughs> Next up, FX is producing an Aliens TV series about the time immediately after the discovery of the Xenomorphs and as uh, humanity tries to prepare... Hey, how to deal with these things. Remember what we were just talking about? How there's no new ideas? <laughs> and everything is a sequel? I'm oh, so our favorite thing is struck again. Reboot. I love the Corporate other. Green! Corporate Green! <laughs> this one I will abashed, unabashedly uh, support because I am a big fan of the Alien and Aliens universe. It's fine. Eh. I'll be the only one, but I don't it, care. Yeah. It's, it's they, fine. They, they kind of poop themselves after... Uh... I wasn't a big fan of the architect stuff. That was probably not the route to go, but... Okay. It, it was a bold move. Prometheus. R- R- Ridley Scott was kind of shooting his shot with that one. Yeah. And no one took it. Yeah. It's a thing. It, no one took it so hard they edited a lot of his shit out. Next up, the upcoming Last of Us TV series will be getting a companion podcast hosted by Joel voice actor Troy Baker. HBO Max also announced a price increase just prior to the release of its new big series. Shocker. 
Corporate greed. Thank you. <laughs> Even more. So, I need like a, a, a sound button. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so uh, here's my question. Why do a price increase on an app that's going to go away soon? <laughs> because you know HBO Max and Discovery Plus are merging apps, right? Yeah. That thing that they're planning on calling just Max? I, uh, yeah. Even though HBO is the thing that actually brings people to the yeah. yard? The, yeah. <laughs> HBO Max and Discovery Plus are merging into one app. So why what? do a price increase, unless the price increase is to set up the merger, like they're basically going to cancel out the discovery plus and rename just rename the hbo max app to the max or whatever and just roll all the discovery content into the hbo max app i think they should just combine the names and call it discover bo <laughs> that's what i think because it fucking stinks <laughs> exactly uh, uh the yeah. show will debut on january 15th and the new price will be 15.99 a month creeping up to those netflix prices so everyone as in in two days Yes, two days. Interesting. And that's, of course, while they're removing content left and right. So, Well, they got to remove content to make room on that database for the Last of Us TV series. <laughs> I guess. Because yeah. everybody asked for that. <sighs> like, and I, I we'll played see. The Last of Us Part 2. I'm not watching the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I mean, I love the first game. I'll watch the show. Okay, d- d- don't play the second. I hear nothing but bad things <laughs> and bad videos. <laughs> uh, watch him get raw dogged again. Yeah, I do not need to see a mocap version of what I think was the director miming raw dogging fucking Laura Bailey. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, I really but they, don't. But they have a rope mechanic now. I, uh, fuck the rope mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> the game barely changed. <laughs> like, if you're going to make a part two, you got to add something, not just They did, a guy. rope mechanic. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Which they also did in Uncharted 4 right before that, so... Oh, my God. They just transferred the rope mechanic. <laughs> 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 All right, I think that's a good place to uh, jump into our video game segment of the show. Uh, starting with uh, another character that swings from a rope-like substance, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, we Sony exclusive Spider-Man Two has been confirmed for a fall 2023 release. Of course, they announced that it was coming soon. Uh, I think at the end of last year, but now we officially have a release window. The game will feature both Peter Parker and Miles Morales, and focus on Venom as one of the main villains. The Batman and Robin I didn't know I wanted. Exactly. I'm totally down. I'm I'm all for this. Yeah. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Speaking of Sony, <laughs> they have announced that the PS5 has crossed 30 million units sold, which is putting it on which pace is, to be one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Which not. is surprising considering nobody can find any. Exactly. <laughs> How do the, you sell something that doesn't exist? It's like 30 million units sold. If it wasn't Only the, 10 million of them claimed. If, <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that there's one uh, sitting right over there, I wouldn't think that the console actually existed. Yeah. <laughs> and they have publicly declared that the logistics concerns are now over. Bullshit. And you should be finding them on store shelves soon. Bullshit. <laughs> we'll see. Bullshit. We'll see. Bullshit. See, that's all you got to do. If you flood the market... 
then the people who scalped them and overcharged won't have anything of value. RTX 3090s. We, we hope. <laughs> the RTX situation is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I, I, the I, fact that it's, it's the still happening. Public justice. The fact yeah. that it is still happening is absolutely... It's been an entire generation at this point. Yeah. We are in the 40s now (laughs) and they're still having the fucking issue (laughs) they're trying real hard imagine being an early adopter fucking uh bitcoin miners man Mm. fucking crypto miners man it's Uh, all the crypto miners even though the ftx marketplace has crashed and now it's not worth anything fuck that shit ooh fraud might be a little responsible for that yeah a little bit Mm. That dude is a real life supervillain. One hundred percent. Have you seen some of his interviews? Like no. that dude is a real life supervillain. Like on a scale of one to Lex Luthor, how how it's Lex Luthor. It's a straight up Lex I mean, Luthor. He's straight oh up God. Lex Luthor. Let's make this currency that has no backing in real life and is just something that's completely virtual. You know, it, nothing bad's going to happen there, right? It's way worse it's, than it's that. It's fine. Though. It's it, way it, oh, worse yeah. than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's he was, he had terrible. a failing company called Alameda, and he was taking all the people buying crypto mm-hmm. in his FTX company and taking that money and depositing it with the bankrupt Alameda company to keep it afloat. And then once they lost all that money, there was nothing. And then after that, he developed a music concert called Fire Festival. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, and, and and then people saw what Lord of the Flies looks like in real life. Exactly. And then he uh, <laughs> suspiciously withdrew a billion dollars and disappeared in the Caribbean for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I said full on Lex Luthor, I wasn't expecting like. Like, it's like straight on Lex Luthor. It's yeah, like it's instead you, of real estate, it's crypto. It, it, yeah. it's, yo, my God. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Well, speaking of comeuppances, the FTC has fined Epic Games for, quote, programming intended to dupe millions of players into making unintentional purchases. $275 million are for violating the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, and $245 million will be direct refunds to consumers. Oh, is this because of all those kids on fucking Fortnite? It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> so there you go. Fuck you. That's what you get. They they deserve this. So good on the FTC. I'm happy they, they did this. Honestly, they probably deserve to be charged a lot more. But I'm glad they charged something significant. I wonder if that covers all of the licensing that they had to do for all of the things that people actually paid money for. Right. Yeah. Uh, next up, CD Projekt Red is also paying $1.45 million to stockholders after being sued for the loss of value after their terrible 2020 launch of Cyberpunk 2077 and broke his, broken promises uh, on that video game. Oh, you mean so. like that it would run? Yeah, that's a good that's a good starting point. <laughs> that's that's kind of a big one. We, we, we're going to launch this game and we promise it'll work. It, yeah. It, so It's not like uh, we didn't already see what is necessary for a GTA game, like, you know, a police system that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's gonna be the best game ever. I, I I'm still supportive for of CD me to Project, on. CD Project Red, but they they've definitely fallen on hard <laughs> yeah, times. We, here. we really need Triumph the Insult Comic Dog we to do. return. We really do. Should we replace Bob with Triumph the Insult Comic Dog? Just put him right here. <laughs> for me to for me to poop on. That is a great opinion for me to poop on. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
I'm, I'm totally yes. down. <laughs> um, but yeah, 1.45 million I mean, that's to a, like a billion dollar company. Yeah, that's it's a, a drop, drop in the, the bucket. bucket. Yeah. yeah. That's on Monday. That's a, a mere pittance. They tried. I'll take it. To us peasants, that would be everything. But to a company... Next up on the news, Hitman 3 will be integrating all of the previous games into a single entity called World of Assassination. So, basically, okay. if you purchase Hitman 3, you get the first two games for free. This is wait, kind wait, of like wait opposite a corporate greed. Wait, yeah. wait. I kind of like this. Now, now, hold on now. And follow me on this one. Are you Why gonna... aren't we calling it Hitman 3? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If these are all like basically like games are just like game levels yeah. that they were been releasing this whole time under Hitman 3, it's almost like you already named it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they should just call it Hitman World of Assassination. Why wouldn't you include the franchise that has Pop, right. pop culture value. It's like yeah. calling I, it World of Assassination would make sense if there was like a different playable character. It's like World of Tanks. Agent Forty Seven. They're trying. <laughs> this time you get to play as Agent Forty Eight. <laughs> yeah, you get to be Bayonetta. Do some <laughs> do some stupid shit. <laughs> have a, they'll probably have events like that, like a Marvel crossover. Oh, you get God. to be no, Deadpool. A fucking Assassin's Creed, come on. World yeah. of Assassination. Oh, yeah, that writes itself. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's Ubisoft. I don't know if... Uh, Ubisoft has fallen on hard times. They need the money. That's true. So maybe, because maybe they Because they would. keep rep- uh, repeating the same mistakes over and over and yeah, over. They then. absolutely uh, do. Okay. Uh, it is a dark time indeed when you expect Square to throw you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> All right. So why don't you take it away? So... <sighs> As I'm sure anyone who knows anything about anything Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards and I don't, was is the coast. Um, they, there was an announcement last week that kind of uh, uh, not an announcement. There was a leak last week. Um, Emery, would you like to summarize what happened with this OGL? <laughs> it's been one week since they dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so before we go into it, what does OGL stand for? Open it, Gaming License. Basically, what it is is the legal uh, terminology that was written up. Um, I think the original OGL was written in the early 2000s. And basically... The year 2000. It was the year 2000? Uh-huh. Fantastic. Um, it is a legal agreement that allows third-party publishers to use the core rule sets... Um, of Dungeons and Dragons to produce third-party content. Um, most famously would be the company of I can never pronounce it. Paizo. Paizo, you Paizo. got it right. Yeah. Um, Paizo. <laughs> Paizo. It, 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 as um, opposed to Paisano. Yeah. <laughs> the company of Paizo with the game Pathfinder, which became a D and D alternative for a lot of people um, during Fourth Edition, yep. um, because Fourth Edition was notably garbage uh, yep however first first-hand experience so there was a lot of terminology and a lot of legalese inside the ogl that basically um allowed these people to legally use D terminology D rule sets and then um there's another big company called cobalt press who uses it to create um what's the term i'm looking for uh supplemental uh adventures content 
guides and everything that use the D&D rule set. Mm-hmm. These Paizo and Cobalt Press are now multi-million dollar companies, pr- production companies. Um, and the only way they survive is because of this OGL. Yeah, uh, it is with this open gaming license that not only have third-party companies been able to uh, basically gain a foothold in this market, making their own products as well as their own supplemental products to Dungeons & Dragons itself. But Dungeons & Dragons, on the other hand, has gotten an innumerable, inestimable amount of free marketing that has made them not just a billion-dollar company, but most notably, which probably denotes why all of this has gone the way it has, one of Hasbro's key... uh, the term that uh, i'm thinking of is it's one of their key brands and it's the key brands that hasbro pays any attention to when wizards of the coast was making only 50 million dollars hasbro didn't give a fuck what they did but now that uh wizards of the coast is making upwards of a billion dollars as a result of everyone over the course of like two decades slowly getting interest in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, now that dragon has come home to roost. (laughs) (laughs) And such, uh, the first volley in what's probably going to be an upcoming legal battle has been the leak of a document known as OGL 1.1. This is a document that does, or at least would have claimed to do, a number of things. Uh, One of the biggest things that it would claim to do is revoke the previous open gaming license. Which, we're going to stop right there before Mm -hmm. we continue, because we're going to bring up a point of the fact that in the original open gaming license, there was a clause that stated that it was... Uh, basically would go on in perpetuity and any and could not be altered and any uh future open gaming license um anyone who was using the current open gaming license would have the ability to choose which version they wanted to use then with this new draft that was quote-unquote leaked um basically eliminating that clause so they were trying to in retrospect eliminate a clause in a legal document that stated that they that clause could not be eliminated that's kind of a an insane legal precedent though Uh, that that you have a contract that cannot be altered or removed perpetually like usually there's at least an expiration right but clearly the people who put that in place knew what they were doing you know they they knew that this was going to become an issue and for shockingly enough we're trying to err on the side of these small producers because the entire reason the ogl was brought up was to help like you said help smaller companies get a foothold so help me uh, get some clarification here so wizards of the coast on behalf of Hasbro, made this contract with these other two entities. And um, that that's was, that's what's going on. Was that before Hasbro bought them out? Uh, well, let me Hasbro, let me research this real quick. I, I'm pretty sure Hasbro bought them like in like 2000. 
Okay, so there's there's some wiggle room in there somewhere with the corporate purchase. I'm assuming. Um. Uh, ninety nine. They bought them. They okay, bought them in ninety nine. The so they bought them in ninety nine. So they made the contract. My my thought process, and I could be completely wrong here. My thought process is <laughs> that this contract was made because of the purchase, because Wizards of the Coast was looking into the future. Because Wizards of the Coast, as a company, I'm going to assume, being a small company that got their foot in, there were some decent people there that wanted to keep the corporate greed out of the system would be my assumption i could be wrong i could be giving them more credit than they're due Mm -hmm. however the fact that the ogl came out literally the year after they were purchased by one of the (laughs) this major major corporation seems a little too coincidental to me yeah yeah uh i think there might have been a couple of things in play one, they were bought by Hasbro at a time in which they didn't have the highest uh, market value. Uh, I mean, as I mean, it was mentioned it's, before. It's the, the Marvel problem. Y- yeah. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like this was Marvel before being bought by Disney. Yes. Uh, almost entirely. And the OGL, I'm pretty sure people at Hasbro weren't paying attention Otherwise, I'm almost certain the in perpetuity would not have been included. Exactly. Um, but now that uh, they've benefited from it so goddamn much, thanks to third-party publishers and other things like the Twitch stream called Critical Role, right. that is, it's become a phenomenon. I mean, let's be honest. Especially during the pandemic, which let's it was the biggest D&D boom in history yeah because people just wanted something to do so a lot of people got into D D. a lot of that was due to people getting into the youtube rabbit holes and run, running through and ending up on videos from people like you know critical role dimension 20 those fucking... natural ones <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're a little new kids pat- on the block we're, we're right little, now. We we missed that boat a little bit, right. but you, you know dress what I mean. for the job you want, exactly, <laughs> not the job you have. That's why I dress <laughs> like an astronaut every day. Um, <laughs> no, like the the pandemic, the YouTube rabbit holes, people. That's one of the main things that brought them in. Like the amount of free marketing, Wizards of the Coast, D and D, and Hasbro. Uh, vicariously got through these youtube streamers is is astronomical it's unmeasurable yeah well yeah just to play devil's advocate i mean on a small scale you you think about like professional photographers and like an instagram model reaches out to them and says uh, i'll give you a bunch of exposure mm-hmm. but i won't pay you you know i kind of wonder if there's a little bit of that in the building. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. there's there nothing is 100% without a quid pro quid pro quo. Yeah. You know, there yeah. was some give and take, absolutely. Yeah. It was yeah. at least somewhat a marketing thing and also I don't believe they ever thought it would get to the point that it is now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I think the the biggest thing that might be taking the company by surprise is that uh, all of 
when you, third party publishers. To be clear, which yeah. your which company are you saying? Uh, the company uh, Wizards of the Coast, okay. and by extension Hasbro. Okay. I think the thing that's uh, taking them by surprise is not only are they seeing the backlash to this OGL, which uh, we should state that probably the biggest thing that the OGL claims, the OGL 1.1 to be exact, is that it gives Wizards of the Coast an irrevocable, uh, royalty-free license to take any third-party material made and to claim it as their own. Mm, yeah. Okay. So there's two main issues with the OGL. Well, more than two, but two would, in in my opinion, would be the largest one. That is number one. Yeah. The second one was the uh, percentages that they were trying to pull over. Now there was some good and some bad with this. The good was it still did not affect small publishers to an extent because it was anyone who made over. Seventy-five thousand dollars a year, or something like, or no, seven hundred and fifty. Seven hundred fifty thousand for yeah. uh, anything having to do with uh, printing, uh, either right. printed books or PDFs. So, if you made over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, there was a royalty fee that was a percentage of that income that you had to pay to Wizards of the Coast for using this. Which that's fine. I mean, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's their material. There should be some sort of licensing fee, mm-hmm. which the, I believe there it already was a licensing fee, but it didn't include a percentage. And if it did include a percentage, it wasn't that high of a percentage. Um, this percentage, I forget what the actual percentage was. Do you remember what it was? But it was something it was like 50%, I think. Uh, I believe it was 25%. 25%? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 25% and Still 20%, yeah. and 20% if you were specifically making your money through Kickstarter. Yes. Yeah, there was a there That's was funny that there was a Kickstarter well, clause. Oh yeah, it, it's yeah. because the and the reason why is because ninety percent of these uh, third part, party uh, smaller third party publishers get their funding through Kickstarter. Gotcha. You know, yeah, Co- Cobalt Press. All of their books go through Kickstarter first. Uh, yeah, that, the, that that's the big thing. Is the that Grim? The, uh, the uh, is it the Grim Hollow? Yeah, all of them through Kickstarter. Yeah, the the biggest reason why that clause was even like drawn up is because uh this document had been sent to the i think it was the whoever their connection is with kickstarter right probably like one of their higher ups yeah and they had talked to whoever that was and the guy from kickstarter had told them we are already taking a percentage off the top maybe lower that so people still feel like using kickstarter yeah they basically told them get fucked um because <laughs> they want their kickstarter is a business and mm-hmm. that hurt their business as well yeah. it also adds an element of you know perceived morality because with any kickstarter project you're not guaranteed right to get what you're investing in and it's yeah. for the person making the project it's basically free money yeah you know? absolutely it gets taxed by kickstarter but it's free money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could I could go into Kickstarter right now and be like, you know, I'm going to make this fucking awesome movie. Uh, yeah. It's going to blow the doors off of anything you've ever seen coming from Marvel. Give me all your money. 
fucking raise ten million dollars yeah. and then just piss off to fucking there was a lot of you know, that South America days, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, a lot of vaporware. Yeah, yeah. a lot people of... dying in the middle of projects. <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, like that. a lot of shit that uh, you could see all of the money coming in, but there was nothing coming out. But mm-hmm. uh, to continue back, yeah. So you were saying, you know, percentages on top of percentages, basically, is what they were asking for, right? Uh, and th- that was actually one of the first indicators that this leaked 1.1 was legitimate. Because right. uh, before uh, that person from uh, Kickstarter had come forward and confirmed it, everyone was saying, now, now, hold on. We don't know if this of- this is official or if this is what they're actually like trying to put out there. Mm-hmm. This could just be like an early draft. Sure. But last I checked... You don't go to the leader of a company with a fucking draft right. of, a, of a legal document. Did they happen to hire J.P. Morgan Chase recently? Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> but there was so many like little sketchy things in this OGL that just screamed fucking corporate greed from the beginning. Mm. And yeah, from okay, so I'm gonna again play devil's advocate for a second. From a business aspect, I understand the reasoning behind it. Because you put out a product, D&D, the rule set, the bestiary, all of that. They own the patent and the rights and the trademarks on all of these, you know, specific character names or creature names, locations, the way the game is played. Then you are critiqued constantly because you're putting out what the general public um, perceives as subpar content using your own game and then you see companies like cobalt press and grim hollow who are being praised for putting out quote unquote the best DD content and you're only getting a small percentage of that and then you also look at the fact that they're buying that stuff not with your stuff they're buying that stuff instead of your stuff so now you have these companies that are making millions of dollars and you're getting a small percentage and they're using your rules. They're using your product to make millions and more or less take money away from you. Mm-hmm. So I understand the thought process from the corporate side. However, there's a lot of shit that was just shady under the table dealings and the whole legal, hey, we, we own the rights of anything you produce. Yeah, that I think was the biggest one that had yeah. everyone up in arms. Is that it's like, okay, I can understand you wanting royalties. We get that. And but trying to claim as though you have a right to any of the stuff that we made as your own without paying us anything for exactly. using the thing that we made, are you out of your mind? And the fact that um yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I don't Sorry. remember what I was about to say. I should have no. said anything. Um, <laughs> my bad. No, you're good. But, like, the fact... Oh, I remember what I was saying now. The fact that you had this clause in the original OGL, the in perpetuity clause, but then when right before this leaked, this new one leaked, and during the time that this leaked, all references to that clause were eliminated. They deleted posts referencing that clause. They tried to change 
the wording of the OGL online to eliminate that clause and just kind of hoped that nobody would notice. So we go back to Paizo, mm-hmm. who, Paizo, <laughs> who, um, the puts company out, is literally chef's kiss at this point. Yeah, I, I can't hear that without <laughs> Paizo. <laughs> it's like, Paizo. It's so obligatory. <laughs> Paizo, the, a couple days ago, they put out a press release and, as I said, pulled a Narnia because they're like, you know, don't quote the deep magic to me. I was there when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of Paizo, as well as the president of Paizo, were both mem- like lead designers on D&D at Wizards of the Coast in 2000 when that document was written. The attorney who drafted the document, the actual document, is there and used to work for uh, Wizards of the Coast, now works as a partner at a law firm that Paizo has on retainer. They, they're they like, we, we know what was in the document. We know what's legally there. We're not accepting this document. We're not accepting this new OGL. And it is a legal document that has been filed with the court system that shows in perpetuity, you can choose which, if any new OGLs come out, you can choose which one to to follow you have no case so the summary of all this is that hasbro by extension wizards of the coast are trying to enforce new rules and new rates that aren't valid because of the previous contract correct basically in perpetuity so yeah yeah, correct so the fun thing is today they came out with a press release wizards of the coast (laughs) came out with a new press release that was basically them saying, we're, we're just kidding. They came out with this press release that basically said, uh, you know, oh, we're, we apologize for that document. You know, we the, it, it was kind of back and forth. It, there was two voices in this document because they were talking about how they it was unfortunate that it was leaked, but they also wanted to see what people's reaction would be. Yeah, they there was, were really speaking out of both sides of their mouth with uh, this test one. in the waters. Yeah, yeah. Their toe so in. if 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 it was never meant to be leaked, then how did you want to see what people's reaction would be to it? You know, if and you know the 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 uh, legal jargon in there about us, it wasn't we. The thought never crossed our mind to steal people's products. We just <laughs> wanted to keep you know protect ourselves so that way if somebody came out with something and tried to say that we stole it uh or if we if we wrote a new book and there was something in there that somebody else was thinking about writing and then they tried to sue us for stealing it we couldn't say they couldn't say that we were just covering our asses in case you know we accidentally came up with something that somebody else came up with (laughs) yeah it was a practice run yeah it was just (laughs) Dress rehearsal. Oh, perfect. Yeah, they, they, uh, George R. R. Martin, they're ending here. Oh my, yeah, they fucking beta tested. But (laughs) the fact, like, reading this document was ridiculous. And the whole, people might say that, or you're going to hear people say that the people won and we lost, but in all reality, we all won because. (laughs) We're all going to get great content oh, and the get the fuck out of here. Cope. 
Well, that's what they're doing. They're coping real hard with the fact that they got caught how's that, red goddamn handed. How's that crow taste? Uh, like, like a dirty bird. That's what. Well, it's, <laughs> after hearing the breakdown, it's very interesting because I think they canceled a lot of great content that they would have funded with those extra dollars and extra franchise money coming in. I mean, <clears throat> because they announced that they have canceled five unannounced video game projects that were canceled in order to quote focus on games strategically aligned with developing our existing brands and trying to fuck up people with the ogl uh okay here here's what they're focusing on coincidental is what i'm saying corporate greed yeah that they're, they're focusing on corporate greed their next leg of corporate greed that's about to be extended ogl 2.0 uh god that's gonna be a field day um so there are several virtual tabletops that yeah. re- that in popularity skyrocketed as soon as the pandemic hit because mm. well you couldn't go outside. You guys use one for uh, we do those natural ones, of course, right? We do. Yes, we use Foundry. Foundry, ver- we love you, Foundry. We hashtag, love you, Foundry. Sponsor us, please. Be better. Uh, 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 please, please <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> and then immediate criticism. <laughs> please be better. Please be better. We uh, love you. That's we love the hit you. The we, way. We, we want you to be better because we love you, but you <laughs> piss us off sometimes because you're buggy. Please uh, be better. Yeah. In their defense, in Foundry's defense. 90% of the bugs are due to mods that I have installed. Now, while that is true, there is something to be said for having a bunch of mods available for you to download. And, and also, there is something to be uh, said about the fact that we need mods to make the game entertaining. Right. <laughs> you should just get a little big planet and use their game oh creator to make one big <laughs> D&D stage. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, one. if we wanted our characters to good. look like a fucking Funko Pop doll. It's adorable. <laughs> it would just enhance the experience. Oh I'm going to play God. it. I'm, gonna, I'm just, that, that's it. We're, we're getting fun, Funko Pops from now on. Yeah, we're, we're Funko Pop all the goddamn way i don't even know who buys those things (laughs) (laughs) what are the plush things that everybody wants squishmallows Squishmallows. oh my god my kids are all your characters can be squishmallows my kids are obsessed with squishmallows right now squishmallows coming soon they even make them different sizes so (laughs) you can make the monster one giant oh yeah absolutely just have a bunch of tiny squishmallows we have (laughs) we have two giant axolotl squishmallows pink (laughs) pink axolotls that are like literally this fucking big yeah incredible some are huge like a beanbag chair. Uh, yeah, it is. But yeah, the virtual tabletops like Foundry, uh, like Roll20, which is the, the most well-known one, uh, Fantasy Grounds, uh, things like that, all of those things jumped up in popularity and as such have now come into the crosshairs of Wizards of the Coast. Just like D&D Beyond just came like, into the crosshairs last year just, and now is part of that corporate mega system yep the, they bought it and i think the the thing that uh all of the community noticed in that leak is that the person who leaked it had a message basically stating that uh the leadership over at wizards of the coast is looking at the bottom line and it turns out that bottom line were the number of people who had subscribed to D beyond Which- on top of that, after this leak happened, there was a huge falling out of D&D content creators going online 
are going on YouTube and uh, TikTok and wherever else they're posting, talking and showing them unsubscribing from D&D Beyond. So they instantly shot themselves in the foot and all of their free marketing was basically telling their viewership to unsubscribe and stop fucking giving Wizards of the Coast money. <laughs> hey, all press is good press. Uh, yeah, about that. DC follows that mantra. Worked yeah, great for them. Absolutely. Ezra Miller. D- uh, uh, we don't want to take advice from doing cocaine comics <laughs> because we saw how that went. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, people have been unsubscribing en masse to the point where the servers crashed and then people were reporting that people were having difficulty unsubscribing when the servers came back <laughs> and on. They lock you out if temporarily. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, unsubscription is uh, currently unavailable at this time. If it wasn't for the fact, like, my, it's a yearly subscription. My subscription is up next month. So we use D&D Beyond for basically the entirety of our campaign um i'm currently looking for a alternative to it because little big planet no (laughs) (laughs) if you want to get real fancy you can use dreams that engine that everybody forgot about why Who, who would do this? Everybody can look like marshmallows. Yes. However, I am currently in the search for a alternative to D&D Beyond. Um, unfortunately, I'm not finding much uh, other than just everything in Roll20. Yeah, everything but in Roll20 or like you're going to find want... a lot of PDF. Yeah. Find an old things. copy of uh, Tony Hawk Underground. There you go. Yeah. The, the, level. Because you can walk in that game. <laughs> so you just build build giant skate parks that there are dungeons. Go. And just oh my use, but, your, use your characters. I mean, <laughs> it'll have good music too. It, it, we that is we true. would still need to simulate combat in this fucking thing. Uh, yeah, I think you can hit stuff. You can tag stuff for sure. You, you hit stuff with your skateboard. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're you can be Stevo riding a giant bull. We are not doing that <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yet, fuck. <laughs> I vote yes. <laughs> However, save for basically just transferring everything we do into uh, Roll20, which is a uh, authorized license product of Wizards of the Coast now, so it's fucking wash, basically. Yeah. Uh, at least they're a different company. They're just authorized licensed and paid dividends to Wizards of the Coast. Um, dividends isn't the word I w- was looking for, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, royalties. Royalties, thank you. Yeah. Um, paying royalties to Wizards of the Coast, so at that point, they're still getting my fucking money. Yeah. And D&D Beyond's easier to use. Yeah, the... I tell you this, they recognized a good infrastructure. They did. And they fucking spent their money to buy it out from under themselves. I mean, yeah, because let's... Let's look at it realistically. I mean, I when I first came across D&D Beyond, I was like, this has to be a wizard's product. This is too good of a to be a third-party product. Yeah, you were really surprised yeah. like, in using it that this wasn't directly made by Wizards of the Ghost. Absolutely, especially the corporate greed aspect of the <laughs> fact that you needed to buy everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is a thing. Uh, oh, you already have the paper book? No, no you got to get the digital book? 
So then you can unlock the different races. You know, the races that are already in that book you own, you got to buy the book again. And that way you can actually make characters online with those races. See, the thing about that is that that, I think, is probably the biggest example of Hasbro seeing an example of how we can get players to start paying money because... And this is the thing that I don't think they really caught on to. It's mostly the DMs. The DMs that pay money. Yeah, it's mostly like one person out of every like six to five people is actually giving Wizards of the Coast their money. See? But now that one person that they targeted is now saying, oh, yeah, no, we're fucking moving now. Yeah. And that is, that I, I'm going to get off topic here for a second because you bring up a really good point. Yeah. But um, that is one thing that I thoroughly enjoy about our group is yeah. the fact that every single person spends their own money on products, on, you know, nobody's leeching books or dice or anything off of other people. I'm pretty sure every single person has, at, at bare minimum, the player's handbook their own dice oh yeah fucking we we're a bunch of dice goblins i mean let's <laughs> let's be honest uh, uh, fucking you've seen scott's uh and now Lindsay's uh sets now jesus christ oh yeah Lindsay's got it bad and this is the first <laughs> campaign she's ever actually played in oh yeah that that that's another thing uh the dice companies oh my god that have profited from this ogl also innumerable because yes. The game has only gone up in popularity, and the likelihood of people being into, ooh, these dice look nice. Speaking of that. It goes up astronomically the more people you get into this hobby. Speaking of that, shout out to local dice manufacturer Easy Rollers. Holy shit. Did you know that they're they're based in Johnstown, Ohio? I had no idea. Yeah, Easy Rollers dice. Um, They sell them at Dragon's Lair as well as most other places around here. Um, Comic Town, yeah, yep. Easy Roller Dice. They're based in Johnstown, Ohio. It's two. I, I think it, I have one of their dice trays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dice tray is also from Easy Rollers. Yeah, um, they're. Uh, I was talking to, I think his name's Phil. I can't remember the uh, the owner of Dragon's Lair here. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure his name's Phil. Sorry if I got your name wrong. If by chance you're watching this, um, you can literally walk down the street and tell us your real name. Yeah, you could. <laughs> uh, we are literally right behind you. Um, so he, I was talking to him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's two two dudes in a pole barn in Johnstown making these dice and shit." It's oh my cool. god! What the fuck? It's a good gig. <laughs> and like, they're stone. They're they make like everything from. Acrylic to like gemstone dice, like these actual fucking developed gem. I have a, I think it's like a bloodstone. It's like gray with like this red, uh, yeah, uh, fucking veining throughout it. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, if I could, if I was independently wealthy, I soon. would. I, Are you soon? Not? <laughs> Shush. Hey, it's after eleven. I mean, we what might be, to all the coke money. We might be millionaires. Billionaires. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Anybody anybody play the, the Mega Millions? I sure tonight? do. It's in my It's like 1.3. It's in my yeah. code over there. Yeah. I ironically bought like one ticket online. Yeah. It's bad math, I had, but I, fuck it. I I had a ticket from... <coughs> Sorry, I was my, choking up <coughs> my winnings. <Yeah. laughs> 
I had a ticket on <laughs> Tuesday's drawing. I won four dollars, so I went and I got two more tickets with the four dollars. <laughs> Yeah, just bet your winnings. I will say, sports betting became legal in Ohio. As oh, of January yes, 1st. I know. My TikTok tells me every 13 seconds. And I, <laughs> I got a uh, promotional free bet on uh, my fantasy account. Because, of course, you did. The company will not be named because they're advertising a lot of people. And why not advertise us? Yeah, that's probably the company that's advertising <laughs> every 13 seconds on my yeah. TikTok. Every third and, video is an advertisement from this company, yeah. I'm sure. And I, I, I used the $200 free bet and won a nice chunk of change. Nice. Yeah. Well, well, was nice. well. Did you bet that somebody was going to almost die during a football game? <laughs> No, but it was during it was during <laughs> oh, that no. game. I I betted on who would score the first first touchdown of that game, and because I knew the defense, I was like, it's either going to be one of these two people. Right, I, I was right. It was Tyler Boyd for the Bengals. <laughs> nice. So uh, I got a very nice, and they were they were very good odds. Yeah, they were very nice, generous. You, you odds. You could kind of see what was going to happen. So I, I was I was thrilled when I saw that touchdown, nice. and then devastated like a minute later when uh, Demar oh. Hamlin. Had his heart stop in the middle of the game and yeah, yeah, almost died on the field. It all ended well. He's he woke up, breathed on his own. Now he's back in Buffalo, recovering. So get well soon. Yeah, say well. Go Bengals. I can't support the Bengals. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> get out. <laughs> Show's done. <laughs> Fucking sports ball. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, damn. Yay, Unfortunately, his Hawkeye t-shirt is, or his speaking jacket of, is speaking Ravens get, colors. Speaking of get well soon. Speaking yeah. of get well soon. Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Well, we, if we went in order, we could jump to Jason David Frank. I don't think oh, he's getting no. well soon. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. You did it. All right. All right. <laughs> well, we'll we'll save uh, Jeremy Renner for a, just a tad later. But, a, uh, a tad later. Have you said your piece? Anything more to add to that uh, discussion? Uh, the, the discussions of what's happening are ongoing, so stay tuned. Yeah, we'll be around yeah. next week. We'll find out what happens. Mm. No, we won't. Well, <laughs> you, you guys won't. Maybe me and Dan will touch on it. There you go. We'll see. All right, next up on the news, EA accidentally deleted everyone's league data in their major franchise, Madden 23, which is worse than ever. Reportedly, the company claims that only 40% of the data will be able to be recovered once they're all done trying. <laughs> but I wouldn't count on it. So Way to go, EA. Uh, everybody knows that the franchise mode is like the probably one of the best parts of the Madden franchise, where you basically create seasons with your friends. Everybody takes a team and makes trades and does all the crazy stuff. So it's fantasy football in video game form? But yeah, except <laughs> you actually get to play it instead of, you know, instead of just hoping hope that the people that, that you, you get pick your money win. back. Yeah. Yeah. Um but unfortunately, uh EA said fuck you, deleted. <laughs> somebody got fired. So uh I would love to know the actual story, like did somebody spill their coffee on the server or something and destroy everything or did somebody just accidentally click delete some intern came in and I said i don't need this on my desktop <laughs> i cannot imagine it's that easy uh, uh did please don't tell me you actually bought this game no of course not <laughs> the last one i bought was uh madden 18 mm. so it's been several years we are now <laughs> madden 23 the last madden Good. i played was 2007 i think 
Yeah, that was probably the last good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I bought 2014, 2018, and then before that, I can't even remember what was the. Do they still one. put players on the cover, or did they find out that they were a curse and now they just put <laughs> logos? Yeah, next year's will be uh, Demar Hamlin. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, watch out for his downfall. If he already had an injury, we don't have to worry anymore, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, speaking of Madden curses, Peyton Hillis almost died recently. He was on uh, one of the oh 2000s Madden covers. He's a, a player for the Browns that had like one really great season and then had the Madden curse strike. So and every player the for the Browns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently his they were out on some uh, ocean vessel or something and his kids were drowning and he saved his kids. Well, but, that's good. But he almost died. So he's in the ER right now. Almost dying is better than your kid actually dying. So I agree. good for him. Yep. Get well soon. You're not Aquaman. Uh, and also do browns float (laughs) apparently not (laughs) oh no (laughs) Uh, i'm sorry we're getting canceled (laughs) we would need viewers to get canceled (laughs) uh we're getting tens of views and other ea fuck you news EA has announced the cancellation of three unannounced games they were working on, and yet another delay for Skull and Bones. Those three uh, unannounced games were actually the same from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> they were licensed products. <laughs> yes, they were three of the five. Ooh. Uh, the new na- date is unannounced now, but said to be sometime in 2023 or early 2024. Now, this is a game that was supposed to come out this month after getting delayed again for the fifth time. I was going to say, wasn't this game originally supposed to come out in, like, 2016 It was announced in 2014. So I was pretty fucking close. Yes! <laughs> yes! Aw, oh, dang. It is. Uh, and I was excited for it. I was like, oh, they, they're showing gameplay footage. It's, it can't be it can't be delayed anymore, right? Wrong! <laughs> Fuck you, EA! And, and this is when he realized that he had fucked up. <laughs> I feel like this is a game they want to cancel so bad, but they're so far along, they just can't do it. It's The Flash. Yeah, I was <laughs> literally opening my mouth to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's EA's The Flash. It's like, eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, in your mouth. Oh, uh, God! <laughs> brutal (laughs) brutal yeah it's brutal as a 10-year wait for a game that's part of a assassin's creed game that you've already played yeah that's long dead it's long dead makes me sad all right i need more sea shanties (laughs) i will i will have where is wellerman we we need a next gen update filled with extra sea shanties yes next gen update of assassin's creed 4 because we definitely know Matt Ryan's never playing Constantine again. Aww. Hashtag somebody else be Constantine. Kill Constantine. <laughs> uh, we like, need, Keanu Reeves does not need to be Constantine again. I'm Constantine. Stop it. Ugh. DC. Fucks. Stop it. I see dead people. <laughs> 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 Keanu Reeves needs to go, go back to hell. I'm officially over the Keanu sense. <laughs> I was over at the second uh, fucking cyberpunk came out. I don't know that picture of him sitting on the bench eating a cupcake for his birthday all alone is 
fucking internet gold. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's my birthday. Moving on. Where are your family, dude? I don't have any because I'm Keanu. (laughs) Whoa. Go to Lawrence Fishburne's house. (laughs) He won't return my calls. He wouldn't even be in my movie. Ugh. I had to pay him a lot to be in John Wick. Two. (laughs) What are we on now? Five? (laughs) I I think we're working towards that. There's so many. (laughs) And they get more and more ridiculous. How many John Wick and Fast and the Furious movies do you think will be out by the time Avatar 3 comes out? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) By the time Avatar 3 comes out, Skull and Bone will be three years old. Yeah. That's and still delayed. <laughs> I was going to say, that's generous. It's in beta. Yeah. You get beta access. Oh, God. It's going to be a forever beta. <laughs> Continually pay us money because we're free to play. Exactly. Okay. All right. Moving on to the last news item of this segment. Um, we, we alluded to it in very disrespectful terms, but uh, Jason David Frank is, in fact, dead, deceased, no more, no longer breathing in among us. It's no longer Morphin time, is it? Unfortunately, uh, the man famous for his role as the Green, White, and Black Rangers. That was the Green, White, and Red. Uh, we don't talk about Zio. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> when was he the Black Ranger? In space. Oh, uh, no, this that was like count. Dino some bullshit. Yeah, he, he was like a space Power Ranger that came back from space and got the black uh, uniform. And, and space, space, space. all the there space. Was, there was things. <laughs> There's explanations. <laughs> it, yeah. it gets a little hairy after the Power Rangers in space. I don't no know. I right. only ever watched like the first season, so I'm I mean, pretty sure I made it to uh, the movie. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, I think I stopped at Turbo, which is I think season three or yeah version that, three after Z. I'm oh my god, he was the Red Ranger twice, was uh, he? Yeah, because he, he was the Red Zeo and Red Turbo. All right, he's every color. Whatever. I don't, all <laughs> I know all is no one's fact checking us right now. He's yeah. everything but pink. Uh, but apparently, the sad part about this other than the fact that he's deceased is that he committed suicide which is extra devastating uh he had been struggling with some mental health issues uh following a a divorce and uh the passing of his stepdaughter in the the previous year so uh obviously had a lot on his mind he was working on a, a movie project it sounds like pretty much everything he needed for the movie to be complete was done yeah um but it's kind of crazy if you watch the like the video he posted right before he killed himself. He was like talking about yeah. like tour dates and all this stuff. So it, it had to be. He didn't even sound like he was in any way, shape, or form depressed. Yeah. That's, so I mean, my... that's pretty typical. Though. It had to be yeah. like a really sudden, you know, like impulse, like it's fuck like it, you know, staving it off for probably much longer than anyone would have even guessed. Yeah. And then so one really bad moment. Yeah, so being completely sincere, you know, he brought me a lot of joy as a child. Really loved his character. He's my favorite Power Ranger by far. And uh, it really sucks that he's not with us anymore. So rest yeah. in peace. We'll be missed. All right, that ends that segment of the show. If you'd like to uh, jump with us next uh, to the comic segment, please feel free to do so. And of course, if you're on our YouTube channel, you can click the different segments. And rewatch some if you'd like. 
Next up, we're talking about uh, <laughs> just be, no paid breaks. Just something takes forever. Something <laughs> stupid that happened. Jeremy Renner almost ran himself over. Well, he did run himself over with a snowplow. Yes, a fourteen thousand pound snowplow. So you're telling me he never misses? <laughs> oh no! Uh, no. Oh, we, we were talking before the show. He, he was method acting. He never heard it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're being terrible we we love you jeremy renner yes jeremy renner please we're glad you're alive we we know you're in bad shape and we hope you recover as Indeed. much as possible but uh he posted a picture on social media so uh he is recovering in <laughs> the social media post is kind of funny he said i'm too fucked up to talk about this yet <laughs> <laughs> uh so i thought that was pretty funny but uh yeah he looked in pretty bad shape and we're we're thankful for the uh, doctors and nurses that took care of him and likely saved his life. So, Indeed. Uh, thoughts go out to you. Hope you recover soon. Another kind of uh, funny comic bit of news. Uh, U.S. Congressman Robert Garcia was sworn in on the new year on a copy of the U.S. Constitution, a copy of his citizen certificate, and a $5 million copy of Superman Number 1 borrowed from the Library of Congress. Get the fuck out of here. I thought that was epic. I had to post it. <laughs> what? Yes. So apparently Superman is a beloved American superhero franchise that... Uh, I mean, in- clearly his colors are red, white, and blue. Clearly inspired him with the American Te- way. <laughs> I was going to say uh, technically red, wh- uh, red, blue, and yellow, but he- he's Shut a up. white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Why you got to steal my, my moment? <laughs> Uh, that's so dumb. <laughs> it's it's but so he's dumb. Technically, white. it's so dumb. Uh, so dumb. All right. Well, moving on. If we wanted to be real assholes, we could point out that Superman number one is not the first appearance of Superman. That's actually action, action comics. comics. Oh, so, uh, sick burn. Sick burn. I don't know. If yeah, he's... not even that's the something that Congress has. Everyone knows. <laughs> That's yeah. a fact that everyone doesn't know, except for they do. Yeah, except losers. <laughs> only losers. Only senators. And only senators. <laughs> fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. And then the final piece of news for today. Spotify has announced a new series called Harley Quinn and the Joker Sound Mind. It will be available on January 31st as an exclusive story podcast. So it's kind of like uh, Batman Unbound. It's made by the same team, I believe. Uh, Really cool. There's a lot of these comic podcast dedicated exclusives uh, going around. There's a Wolverine one not too long ago. I think there was a Black Panther one. There's a Blade one. Um, so a lot of these uh, companies are capitalizing and making really cool audio stories, audio podcasts. <laughs> have you guys listened to any of these? No. No, but I do have a title for the sequel to that one. Harley Quinn and the Joker, Down to Clown. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> With the, the spell two. And, the, and then yeah. I have a, uh, a threequel. Um, Harley Quinn and the Joker, uh, The Dark Carnival. No, no, we're not doing that. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Reject. (laughs) Uh, They're doing cocaine. They'll do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so they're, some of them are pretty good. Some of them are like, I don't, I don't, I'm not down for this one. Uh, uh, it, you know, voice actors matter a lot. So that's a big part of it. Sometimes the writing is not great. The initial concept is not particularly great. But some of them are legitimately great. I really like the Wolverine one. I thought the Wolverine, I think it's called The Longest Night or The Long Night, something like that. Alluding to the probably the, the Batman it's like a, it trying to cape off of a uh, long Halloween, which makes sense because it's a it's a murder mystery. So, um, the longest yard. No, wait, <laughs> Wolverine. The longest do we, yard. Do we need to make a Spotify exclusive hit the books story podcast? Absolutely. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Only we, if we, we get we have to solve how uh, Nick died over the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Only if we get Uwe Bowl to voice act for us. <laughs> uh, I mean, if he he can get Michael Madsen to I work for him. A vampire. Oh no, no! I take it back. You were merely bitten. <laughs> we need him and uh, the guy from the room, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, that's who Tommy Wiseau and Uwe Bowl. <laughs> that is fucking gold. Uh, that. I would pay $100 to listen to that. <laughs> I would, legitimately. Make that, it happen. That could potentially get the lowest rating on IMDb <laughs> if you had Uwe Boll and Tommy It Wiseau. would have the lowest critical rating, but the highest yes. fan rating. It would be amazing. <laughs> the two worst actors ever. The, the day I bit you was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, anyways, how's your sex life? <laughs> there you go. There you have it. That's all the news for today. Is it? Is it really? It really is. <laughs> We we can talk about more if you would like. No, no. <laughs> I think our our listeners, uh, all tens of them, uh, have uh, gone through the trenches with us enough for one day, sir. Tens, we're at least twenties by now. <laughs> Show some damn respect. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's a good way to end it. So uh, let's uh, finish off with our every episode segment of the prestigious. Nay, life-changing award of comic cover of the week. Ooh. So we had a lot of good covers this week. A lot of them were lewd. There was, <laughs> there was a lot There's a Red Sonja variant cover that is literally just her ass <laughs> with the tiniest stretch of fabric between <laughs> those ass cheeks. Like yes. lewd, it is lewd, yeah. and some of them were just rude. There's it a, is lewd boy photo gallery this week. Yeah, and there's a, I mean, they're celebrating Nightwing number one hundred, so there's a lot of variants for that too. But one is literally just him having sex. Uh, uh, okay, it's not him having sex. He still has his costume on. Uh, can so, you see his penis right now? No, because it's buried inside him. <laughs> She's still uh, got okay. pants on. They're just dry humping like high schoolers. <laughs> you don't think there's an access port here? <laughs> Check her utility belt. There's something look, in there. It, I, I'm look just at, look at this. Red Sonia, Unbreakable Red Sonia number three, the Peru cover. Look, it's just her ass. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just ass. Uh, for Red Sonia, that makes sense. <laughs> for Nightwing, I'm surprised it's not his ass this time. I mean, usually, he is dummy thick. <laughs> usually it is. My boy Nightwing. <laughs> oh my way. I love uh, but those are not the uh, prestigious nay life changing covers of the week. No. 
It is Art Brute number two. Possibly Art Brut. I'm I'm sure Art it's Brute. Art Brute. Art Brut. <laughs> Say it like a uh, very American. Art Brut. No, it, Not it, all Americans are from Arkansas. Thank you very much. <laughs> we we can say of brute. all the southern states, we went to Arkansas. I was born in Arkansas. <laughs> it's the go-to. Yeah, he gets uh, to talk about that one. All right. Yeah. Um, but this this is a really unique, very creative cover. Has a lot of awesome action and depth to it. Uh, there's a lot of interplay between the colors mixing together and and other times uh contrasting significantly it reminds me a lot of a lot of the artwork from sandman really yeah um, the, the, the kind of uh dreamscape surrealist approach i think is what probably you, pulled me you know to what i'm so no, much so i look at this picture and the only thing I see is that scene from I think it's the second Pirates of the Caribbean where he the dead body or the almost dead body in the ship and he rolls it over and the entire face has been like suckered off. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's got like the crustaceans all yeah. over it and stuff, yeah. Um I pro- should probably shout out the company, Image Comics, always doing great work. Image Comics leading the way. As always, we love you, Image. And uh, the cover illustrator is, of course, Alex Ekman Lawn. So great job, Alex. Your cover is fantastic. Really creative. Really love it. Should pop on the store shelves. Great job, Image. We love you. We support you. And, of course, go purchase this at your local comic book shops. Again, please support your local comic book shops. As always, we'll read the synopsis so you can check for yourselves if the uh, interior matches the drapes. Stuck inside the Mona Lisa. Wait. <laughs> what? Oh, that's You're, a segment that uh, that's an old old y- reference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we used to review these and find out if the content matched the drapes. Obviously, the cover is the drapes. All right. Stuck inside the Mona Lisa, Arthur, Manny, and Margot walk through the charred landscape and try to figure out what destroyed our favorite smiling painting. And outside the canvas, Margot investigates an art class gone very wrong. Mm, and that's pretty much it there's just some uh allusions to other works by the creators so great job art brute number two the ekman long variant cover go check it out go pick it up all right i think that's a good place to end it uh as always you can catch us on youtube on stitcher on itunes on spotify on podbean etc 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 if everywhere you... you can find a podcast we're there of course like and subscribe. It, it really does help us out, especially on the YouTube channel. Go and uh, give us a nice review and leave a comment on the uh, streaming podcast services of your choice. It really does help us out as well. Of course, catch those natural ones on YouTube, on live streaming, and uh, of course on the archives there. Absolutely, as well as all podcast platforms if you prefer to listen in your vehicle or in the shower. Ooh, hot. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> if you take three hour showers, <laughs> of talk course, about lewd. If you have an Amazon <laughs> Prime subscription, you can also support them financially free of charge to yourself by going to the twitch.tv forward slash those natural ones. Absolutely. And uh, subscribing with Prime. Thank you. We appreciate it. If you've got it, flaunt it at Absolutely. those natural ones. And if you would like to flaunt it to Emery, you can send... No, no. no. <laughs> Lude those natural art fans' no. uh, artwork to uh, hitthebooksviz at gmail.com. Uh, we need some... I'm out of practice. El- <laughs> After the last two episodes, some Elric dummy thick uh, <sighs> fan art. 
Uh, okay. Dummy thick Elric. Uh, you can you can send Emery some uh, Jeremy Renner uh, Guru artwork. Uh, you don't need to. You don't need to do that at all. <laughs> uh, you, you should do that. It, it, no, no, please. No. Thank you. On that note, <laughs> thank you all for watching, listening, subscribing, liking. We love you. We appreciate you. We will see you next week. Goodbye. I'm never gonna morph again. God, no. <laughs> Too soon. It's uh, brutal. We we do we legitimately love him. We we do. Yeah. Okay. We do. We, we love him. This okay. is how we process our grief. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. Goodbye. Oh, Jeremy, get well soon. Get well soon. Hashtag RIP your leg. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the shit we did on the show. <laughs> well, it's recorded, so <laughs> this could absolutely be the intro. <laughs> uh, all, oh, oh, shit. Uh, Hope the best uh, for him. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. RIP your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dork. <laughs> What uh, kind of dork plows their own snow? <laughs> oh, God. Aren't you Why? a millionaire? <laughs> Why are you getting run over by your own tractor? I thought you had help. <laughs> it's like Chekhov all over again. Well, you know why. Oh, he... no! Oh. <laughs> you know why he Not got run over, Chekhov. right? <laughs> <laughs> he got ran over because he couldn't hear it. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> because all guys dev. Method acting. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should start the show now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> if we were monetized, we are demonetized now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're uh, probably on several wanted lists. We've never had to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. We've accepted it. Yeah, we we do this for the people.